Hello, beautiful podcast listeners. Mm. It's Thanksgiving Eve. It is. No, it's not. It's the first Monday of the month. What? Oh, fuck. this podcast is kind of a sequel mm, yeah i like where you're going with that it's uh it's the sequel to a long running uh actually interesting uh conversation between matt and i about a previous heavyweight title which i thought was brilliant and matt thought was pedantic spoiler we podcasted about it shallow and pedantic mm-hmm. that game is heavy rain and beyond two souls is, uh, of course, the follow-up title from the same guy, which has pretty much no relation to the story of Heavy Rain, but uh, uses a lot of similar mechanics. Yeah, it's like that It's that quest to, I think, produce whatever game is in this guy's head, and they keep making progress each time, and this is the end result of the current try. Yeah, it's this one game creator who sort of tries to create more interactive stories where decisions can affect it's almost like choose your own adventure really mm-hmm. um but at a, at a even heavy rain which you didn't like was still a mature level of storytelling compared to a lot of games yes i mean you could tell they were trying really hard right what you didn't really like about that game was the interaction yeah i didn't like that it was boring as fuck it <laughs> wasn't boring as fuck but we're not gonna the heavy rain <laughs> podcast nope um but it was slow, and it was particularly slow in the beginning. Um, heavy rain was. Yeah. This does not suffer from that problem whatsoever. No, this one throws you right into the middle of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it actually didn't really slow down until the end, to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, that's not true. I thought the, uh, the the beginning of the Navajo sequence. Oh, yeah, that was the slowest part of the game. Yeah, that was kind of slow. Um, but the pacing overall versus heavy rain was significantly improved. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. It's hard to tell if it was just because they went with that time jumping idea where they kind of went back and forth in time. Yeah. Uh, or they chose better actors. So or if the game like... was just better overall, right? Exactly. <laughs> that's that's where I was going. It's it's hard to tell if the next one kind of avoids that timeline jump, if it will still feel, you know, well paced. Yeah. And uh Beyond Two Souls is of course uh featuring the girl from The Last of Us. Right. And, and uh, that guy from Spider-Man. And the Green Goblin. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Well, <clears throat> I Ellen can't, Page uh, and William Defoe are the big... Willem Defoe Willem. are the big uh, actors, which... I, I mean, I guess we... I mean, we'll probably be comparing this... This whole podcast will be about how this versus Heavy Rain is, because in general, we really like this. And, and then Heavy Rain, you, you didn't uh, enjoy so much. Well, it's also kind of hard to compare this game to any other game. I mean, there, there aren't really any other games that are like these kinds of games. Adventure games? Yeah, like, I guess kind of old point-and-click style, sure. Yeah. Some, but that's like... Then you're not talking about the horribleness of voice acting that was Heavy Rain. Yeah. That that doesn't come into (laughs) into play. It really did have bad voice acting. Horrible. Terrible voice acting. And this one does not suffer from that problem. Although Matt would argue that it suffers occasionally from that problem. No, I would argue it suffers extremely uh, occasionally. I I only noticed... I, I only noticed two times in this game 
where I was playing the game and all of a sudden I felt teleported back in time to when I was playing Heavy Rain. <laughs> one, the first one was the hospital scene in which you wake up after an accident and the CIA agents are coming to try and get you. You've been in a... Because uh, your character is a uh, super-powered being. Yeah. The government's after her and, you know, as super-powered being stories go. Yep. Uh, she gets away from the government. First she's with the government and then she's away from the government. And it's the government this, mm -hmm. government that. And then she's in a coma for six months. Right. And then she wakes up and she there's this scene. And the scene is this. Get up. I, I rewatched and I thought you were I thought you were out of line, Matt. Okay. Out of line. All right. Well, we'll leave it to the judges then. But you essentially walk around the hotel room and you pick up these things. You pick up everything in the hotel. It's like, oh, a picture frame. Oh, a uh, toilet hospital paper. Room, not a hotel. toilet paper roll. Yeah, sorry, hospital room. And then you go to open the door. And there's two CIA agents questioning the hospital nurse guy. And they're like, where is she? Did you call it a hotel room because Canada has really good... Uh, I did. <laughs> yeah. Really good medical coverage. AAA. Yeah. AAA, yeah. They, they call them hotel rooms in Canada <clears throat> where everyone gets health care. But regardless, it, it's, 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 if you're me, then it was incredibly noticeable that both the character models, the textures, the voice acting, and the scripting for all of those people involved in that scene... Can you do an impression? ...was atrocious. Can you do an impression? So they burst into the room, and it's like, where is she? Oh, she was just here five minutes ago. We have to find her. Call it in. And it's like, oh, God. Worse? And, and then so... But that was it. That was like the one that time was the you, scene. you actually brought it up. Heavy Rain was like from the beginning. Heavy Rain was that repeatedly. Yeah. And then the other part in the game that helped me kind of clarify what it was that I hated so much about Heavy Rain that really this game helped me see what was so bad about it. And I, and I hope this crystallizes it for you too, Kenny, because that, I, I mean... that would make me feel really happy inside. <laughs> so, so the, the... Well, my one goal is to make you feel happy inside good, good. in life. So going back to the, the Navajo sequence, which I mentioned just a minute ago. There's a sequence with uh, Navajo. I'm trying to give people context throughout Go for the, it. the game. There's a sequence where you're, when you're on the lam, as one might say, mm. on the lam, uh, you take residence with uh, some Navajo Indians mm -hmm. on at their house on the side of the road of the freeway in some like Arizona-esque land. Yep. Exotic desert land. Um, and it's a very, it's the slowest sequence uh, in the book. It's also has in the movie. Now, did you in call it game. a book, Kenny? Because, no. no, there's no books in America. Um <laughs> uh, there's uh it's like this whole it's where like the mysticism element mm -hmm. of the story really comes into play uh because it deals with this sort of two world thing which really is just sort of like the living and then like the dead yeah and to give credit where it's due that that part of the sequence once it finally kind of starts revealing once it crystallizes the it, mystic actually part, makes... it was it was excellent yeah you know? but leading into that <clears throat> here's what happens the story gets spoon-fed to you in the beginning before you know what's happening. Just like this, you walk into these strangers' house, they let you in, it's all kind of weird, and then there's this really, really long, boring sequence where you're not sure what's happening, and they're kind of just like, go to your room, don't come out, and you're sort of like, okay, whatever, you know, I'll take off my clothes, put on my pajamas, blah, blah. Um, and then the next morning, this is, this is what really crystallized it for me. The next morning, you spend the following uh, time in 